two lines from the top of Daf Kufyud Beis on Menalif, and the Gemara continues to discuss the Chashivus of Eretz Yisrael. They all went to this place in Eretz Yisrael, and the people at the place brought a peach to them to have a that was as large as a pin, which was made of earthenware from the town of Kfarhinoi, the Ilfis Kfarhinoi Kamahavel, and how large is the volume of this pin? Isoin has the volume of five so which is a very large pin. That between all three of them, they were able to eat a third of the peach. They were mafkir a third to Aniyim, and they gave their behemoths a third of this peach to eat. And the Achreinim discussed how could it be that they fed their behemoths after them. The din is that a person has to feed his behemoths prior to eating his own food. And the Gemara continues, Lashana the next year, Ikla Rabbi Lazlahasim, Rabbi Lazlah went to the same town, and they brought it in front of him a peach, and he was able to hold it with one hand. And he said, we have a land that was producing beautiful fruits and the land turned very salty and is not producing such large fruits anymore and the reason is because of the inhabitants of Eretz Yisrael that are not doing the proper things are doing our various this is a Pesach and save it to him and the Gemara continues with another story of Bishu Malevi Iklil Gabla where Bishu Malevi went to a city called Gabla which is in Eretz Yisrael and from afar he saw a vineyard that had clusters of grapes that looked like caves so he said to the people, you should be careful because there are calves that are sitting in your vineyard and they're ruining your vines. So they responded to him, that these are clusters of grapes and it's not a problem. So he said, he told the land to stop producing such great fruits. They're producing fruits for the Arabs that are living in Eretz Yisrael at this point that came against us and are living there only because of our own Averis. And the next year, or as Rashi says, at the end of the same year, Rabbi went to that same place. When he was looking at the vineyard from very far away, he saw that what looked like goats were standing in the vineyard. And he said, There are goats between your vineyards and between your vines. So the people said, Zil, go away from here. You shouldn't do to us what your friend did. As when Rabbi Shub and Levi came, the clusters looked like calves. And now the clusters became smaller and they only look like goats. Based on his clola, the Paris became shvacha, and if we're nervous, that maybe you'll do the same, and you'll curse the Paris once again. The Gemara continues. We learned when Eretz Yisrael is at its time of glory, and this brachin Eretz Yisrael beisah isa chamishes ribukurin that a beisah which is a fifty by fifty parcel of land, which is twenty five hundred square amas, will produce fifty thousand kurin. In order to prove this, I will prove this by the fact that b'shivasal shel sayin in a normal year in sayin, which was the best land in Mitzrayim, a beisah is a shiva kurin that a beisah would produce at least 70 kurin. The Tanya, as we learned in the Baisa, Amra Meya, Aniwi Isa, Bikas Beisharin, I saw in a place called Bikas Beisharin, which was not in Mitzrayim and not in Eretz Yisrael, Beisah Isa Shivim Kurim, that a beisah was able to produce 70 kura. And therefore, when you see that in some standard land there was a beisah that was able to produce 70 kurin, therefore it has to be that in a place like Mitzrayim, as, which as we'll see is the best land in the world, would definitely produce at least 70 kura. The Inlam Chamaulub Chalarat says, Yaisim Eretz Mitzrayim, and there was no better land for agriculture in the world than Eretz Mitzrayim. Nema, as the Pasuk tells us in Pasha's Lecha B'degeloit, Yisraelit is in a Vayaris kol kikayadik kichulam mashkul fnei shichis Hashem esteim v'esamoyah kegan Hashem ke'eretz Mitzrayim b'yichat soya and the land over there was similar to the Gan Hashem referring to Gan Eden as Rashi says in Chumash it's regarding the Ilonis of Gan Eden and ke'eretz Mitzrayim and the land was as good as Eretz Mitzrayim for agriculture. Ve'en l'chom u'lu b'chol Eretz Mitzrayim yeis Mitzrayim and the best land in Eretz Mitzrayim 
is Tzoyin. Because the kings used to live there and used to spend a lot of time there, and that was the seat of government. The ministers of Mitzrayim would be in Tzoyin. Rashi explains this Pasuk in Yeshaya is actually discussing the Malchi Yisrael, and it's telling us something which is bad about the Malchi Yisrael. That they rebelled against the Baruch Hu, and they put their faith in the kings of Mitzrayim, and they used to go quite often to Mitzrayim in order to find favor with the politicians in Egypt by bringing them presents. This was a chesaron that Muna and Betachin in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So at this point, we know that Tzayin is the best land in the world for agriculture. And the worst land in Eretz Yisrael must be Chevron, and it's the most rocky, and therefore it's not so good for agriculture. They have a covered by Shikhri, and that's why they use it as a burial plot, and that's why the Maris Bachpela is in Chevron. Even so, Chevron is seven times better than Tzayin. The Chevron was built seven years before Tzayin Mitzrayim, and the Gemara says, My Nivnusel, what does the Lush Nivnusel mean over here? If you're going to say that it means that it was built prior to Tzayim Mitzrayim, is it possible that someone will build a house or a place for his youngest son prior to building the house for his oldest son? And therefore Mitzrayim was the second child of Cham and Canaan was the youngest child of Cham and how could it be that Cham would go build a city for Canaan prior to building a city for Mitzrayim? What it must mean is that seven times better than the city of Tzayim. If so, if a regular city like Bikas Beishan could produce 70 core for every Beisah, so it must be that Tzayim Mitzrayim could certainly produce 70 core for a Beisah. If so, if Hebron is 7 times better than Tzayim Mitzrayim, so 7 times 70 is 490 Kurin for every Beisah that could be produced in Hebron. And that's talking about rocky soil, which is not as good as the rest of Eretz Yisrael. And other areas in Eretz Yisrael, which have better soil, then it must be able to produce at least 10 more core, and therefore, in such a land, it must produce 500 core for every base saw, and the Gemara wanted to get to an even number, and the production of 500 core for every base saw is in a normal time. When Eretz Yisrael has the proper brachas, then we have to multiply this by 100 times, which will give us 50,000 core for every base saw. So you see, when there's bracha for Klai Yisrael, there's 100 times more Tua, and therefore 100 times 500 is again 50,000 core for every base saw. And the Gemara continues, Tani we learned to Raisa Arma Besi, Sabi Yehuda, a saw of wheat in Yehuda, after putting into water and producing whatever came out of that wheat, it actually would produce five different byproducts, which would equal five saw. Saw Kamach, it would produce a saw of flour, saw Silas, a saw of fine flour, saw Subin, a saw of bran, saw Morsin, a saw of coarse bran, saw Kiburya, and a saw of another type of flour. Once again, we see the Chashivas of Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara continues, that it's proper that you praise Eretz Yisrael so much because my father left me only one Beisah and I, when I planted it, and from it, I was able to produce oil. From it, I was able to produce wine. I was able to produce grain. I was able to produce legumes. And I was able to pasture my flock as well. A little while after Klai Yisrael took over Eretz Yisrael, there was someone from the Mairi that came to someone in Eretz Yisrael and came to someone in Klai Yisrael. And he asked him, Hai to also the Kaima Gudidi Yardina, this date tree that you have that's on the edge of the Yardin, Kamagadisumina, how large of a crops of dates were you able to pick from this tree? Amal 
Amalei Shisim Kuri, the Jew responded that I was able to pick 60 core. Amalei Akatalei Eloisubah Achribusu, you just got into the land and you already destroyed the land because I'm not made that Shisim Kuri have a Gazrina Mina. When we lived there, I was able to pick 120 core from every tree. Amalei Anonami Mechagis coming Lacha, the Jew responded that I also picked 120 core from this tree. And when you asked me how many core I picked, I was only talking about from one side of the tree. The Gemara continues, what does it mean? The pasuk I gave you a very choice land, which is the nachla of a deer. The Gemara says, Why is the Eretz Yisrael compared to a deer? To teach us, that just like the skin of a deer, when you take it off the deer's body, it shrivels up and shrinks, and you won't be able to get it back onto the frame of the deer, meaning it never fit the deer in the first place. Also, Eretz Yisrael really can't hold all the periods of Eretz Yisrael, and it all is benes. That's just like a tzvi is very quick and it's the quickest of all animals. Also, it's quicker than all other lands in order to make the pears ripe. And if you can ask me that just like a deer is quick but it's basur and its flesh is not that fat and it's not that good, maybe we'll say even though it'll be quick to ripen its pears, but the pears won't be good. The Pasuk says, the fruits are fatter than the fats, and they're sweeter than date honey. And the Gemara continues, When Rebbe went to Eretz I was saved from one curse. Once he had smicha, he said, I was saved from two curses. They appointed him to sit on this bezin that decides on Iba Chodesh and Iba Shana. He said, I was saved from three curses. And the Gemara now explains which three curses he was referring to. And then as the Pasuk says in the and we'll read the Pasuk, Some curses those who are Nevi'im, who are Nevi'e Shav and Nevi'e Sheka. The Gemara explains, That's referring to Sayyid Iba, that someone that's a Navi Sheka will not be able to join the Sayyid Iba. That's referring to receiving Smicha. And they won't be able to get there as well. Rabbi Lezer was happy that all these three things he was able to obtain because he saw that these three clothes did not apply to him. And the Gemara continues, when Rabbi went to Rabbi he didn't find a ferry at that moment to take him across. So he stood onto a small, narrow plank and he walked across the river holding onto a rope, which is basically a rope bridge. So the Tzaduki said to Rabbi your whole nation is a rash nation and you make very quick, bad decisions. That even at Matan Torah, you said Nasavinishma and you let your mouth say something before you heard what you were agreeing to. And you're still making very quick, rash decisions because you could have waited till the ferry comes and you'd have to rush across and put yourself in a dangerous situation. So Abzir responded to the Tzaduki that both Moshe and Aaron got so close to Eretzal and after 40 years in the Midbar, they thought they were going to Eretzal and they died right before they reached Eretzal. So Anam who said that I will be able to be Zecher to go into Eretz I wanted to rush into Eretz to make sure that I got there and I didn't even want to wait for the next ferry. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi Abba Menashe Kippid Akko, when Rabbi Abba would get to Eretz he would kiss the stones in Akko, which was a port city, and some explained that it was talking about the coral in Akko. Taisa points out, Mashman in Eretz who it's Mashman that Akko is part of Eretz Sol, V'chem B'Shalim Misha Achso, V'teimu the Parakaman the Gittin, Than Akko Karetz Sol the Gittin, Mashman having Mechutzlars, and when Fashbi Shami, Chetzi Be'Eretz, Half of Akko is in there to Saul, and half is 
considered part of Chutzlaretz. Rabchanin Masakim Maskele, Rabchanin would fix the roads and he would remove obstacles in the road and this way people would not be able to say that Eretz Yisrael had bad roads and he didn't want people to talk about the bad of Eretz Yisrael. And Taisus explains, Purish Shaykh Lavonim, he would actually weigh Avonim, when my son Kalis, and when he found that they were very light, Omar, I died in the it must be that when I'm Eretz Yisrael, yeah, Kivin Shashaklu, and my son Kvedis, once he weighed them, he found that they're heavy, Omar, Kvanach Nasal Eretz then he said, it must be that we already reached Eretz Yisrael. Taisus brings down a similar story in Tanchuma and Pasha Shlach, and then at the end of Taisus, in the last three lines, he says, but in once he realized that from Abdi Yitzhak, he would actually kiss them, the Karolina Sapasakazah, Kirotzavadechasavana, which we will see on Ahmed Bez as well. And it could be that Rabbi Abba was Menashe, Kibid Akoi was a similar story, that he actually felt the stones, and based on their weight, he realized that the stones of Eretz Yisrael, and that's why he kissed the stones, and that's how he was able to tell which part of Akoi was in Eretz Yisrael and which was part of Chutzlar's Vederach Efsha. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, and continue on that Kut Vyu Bez Ahmed Bez, Kaimim Shimshalatula, Umetulashimsha, when they were learning during the summer and it got very hot, they would move from an area where there was a lot of sunlight and they would go to an area which had shade and when it was winter they would move from a shady area to an area which had sunlight in order to warm up and they did this in order that no one should be able to complain about Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara continues, Rabchia Baganda, Miganda Ba'afra, Rabchia Baganda would roll in the dust of Eretz Yisrael, Shinema, and he based this on the Pasuk and Tilim that says, Ki that if people desired your stones and the Afra, they would love. That the door when Mashiach will come, there will be great stress against Talmud Chachamim, and people will be fighting against Talmud Chachamim. And Tais points out, I did the Ayri bebechas ha'Elam Abba. Since we were talking about the brachas in Elam Abba, the Hainul Yimaisa Mashiach was referring to the times of Mashiach, not Kolanam Hachi. We talk about Dorsha Ben David Ba. Can we come into Shmuel Amma when I said this member in front of Shmuel? He said, Tziruf Achet Tziruf Shenema Ba'Ib Ba Asira V'Shava V'Haisel L'Vayer. As Rashi explains, Kategoria Habim There'll be a lot of people where we talk badly about Talmud Chachamim and Tzirif Achtzirif. Rashi says Gzeris Agzeris. There'll be Gzeris and then further Gzeris against Talmud Chachamim. And even after they will harm ninety percent of Talmud Chachamim, there'll only be ten percent left. They will still make further Gzeris, as Rashi points out. And Tani Rabbi Yisif, Rabbi Yisif learned to the Brisa Bezuzi Ubezuzi Bezuzi. As Rashi says Shalom Acha Shalom. They will keep going and stealing from Talmud Chachamim. They will continue to plunder against Talmud Chachamim. Am Rabbi Ba'ashi Am Rav. Even those trees which generally don't produce fruits will actually start producing fruit. Because a tree will carry its fruit. Fig trees and vineyards will produce their fruits at full strength. And Rashi says that we learned this from the Pasuk. Since we're talking about fruit trees when we spoke about so it's teaching us that even Elonis, which don't produce fruits during the Yemaisa Mashiach and Allah will produce fruits and Thais points out that the reason why we bring this Gemara over here and really it sounds like this Gemara should have been earlier when we spoke about Ilul and Shrak and Eretz Yisrael Thais explains that since the previous Gemara we're talking about bad things that will happen to Talmud Chachamim in the Dorsha Ben Davah since the Gemara wanted to finish off with a good Gemara and something positive about Eretz Yisrael so we ended off with this Gemara Hadlach Shnei Dain Xeris Hislik Lam Mesech Tzubis and we will stop over here.